Here we go, round two of Live from the Marketing Room. Back at it again. It's your boys, Eric and Nick. We have some good content for you today. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, some interviews we did at the Summer Social event. A little recap of the event. A whittle, whittle, recap, whittle, whittle, whittle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big, big things going on here at PCG. Big, big things. We're hiring. We are. We're hiring. We're actually going to bring in some people. Some They're going to tell you what we're looking for. So you know you know how we work here at PCG. We're innovative. We have fun. We know what we're doing. We need some cool people to join the team. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But guess what? Nick has a new position here. Uh, Nick is now our marketing coordinator. He officially gets to move into the marketing room yes. and live here forever. He never gets to go home anymore. This is home. This I'm is home. At home. So Nick is uh, now in charge of all things marketing here at PCG Digital. So you'll uh, clap it up for Nick a little bit. Thank you for the shout out. You're welcome, dude. Good job. You deserve it. So I got some marketing tips. Eric's SEO tip. Well, I have a tip for you guys or you girls or people. I have a tip for the people. So this applies to everybody. You run a website. One of the big things that I always preach to a lot of my clients is that whenever you're putting photos or images on your website, these are just three things that I usually like to focus on. Just to make sure your images are optimized, your website's running smooth and slick and sleek. Nick, do you know? Do you know? Do you know what the first thing is? I'm gonna guess the first thing is about the size of the image? Yes, that's right, that's right, good job. So image size and file size are two separate things. Image size is the dimensions of the image. So for instance, if your image is 800 pixels by 500 pixels, that is the actual image size. Um, What I'm talking about here is file size. So it's the amount of space that you would need to have it on your website or on the server, I guess you could say. What happens is when you get like a raw image, it's huge. You know, huge. So then we gotta compress it. So there's websites out there that'll help you compress the size of it just because when you put it on a web page, they take too long to load. Google like will give you penalties and like, Sometimes if someone has a faster loading image on their web page than you do, their pages could rank possibly over yours because of that. And another big thing is like when you put on images on your website and you're saving them, when you choose a file name, you want to choose it pretty carefully. You want to name the file with like a descriptive keyword to get SEO strength out of it. The reason you do this is because it can help you rank in uh, search results for images too. So like I said, name it with some keywords. Include like target keywords at the beginning and separate them with hyphens. So make sure you put hyphens in between there. Um, How about underscores? Don't use underscores. No, why? Uh, search I engines, use underscores a lot. When you're making file names, search engines won't be able to see the words individually. So it'll be like 2020 Honda Palisade in Alexandria with no spaces in between. So you wanna put like hyphens. Right. I got one more. This one's super important, creating alt text. You need alt text on your photos. You don't need alt rock on your photos. Take that, Cold War kids. Yeah, or Cold Play. (laughs) So without alt text, it's impossible. It's simply impossible for search engines to accurately index your photo or image. Let me ask you this. Why do those photos need to be indexed? I'll tell you why. Basically, your photos can rank too. Like Google doesn't have eyes. You can describe it to them because it can't see the photo. I would say no more than 15 
15 words for the for like the alt text, but be as descriptive as possible. Don't keyword stuff it, make it exactly what it is. So like if you have like, you know, like Nick sitting in chair next to Eric in marketing room, wearing black shirt, Nick wearing gray shirt with table. Um, that's the, the tip of the day here. Eric's SEO tip. That's a great SEO tip. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Eric. So next, moving on, we're gonna talk about our open positions here at PCG. We're, we're hiring. We are hiring, yes we are. We have like uh, at least three that I know of three that spots. we're hiring for. Currently. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring in a few people, and even yourself, mm -hmm. and you guys are gonna explain a little bit about what positions we're looking for, a little bit of a description about what, what we do, and uh, just get a little bit of an overview of what we're looking for. So, um, contestant number one, come on out. So, we are here with our content lead, Gianna. ECG is hiring a content writer. So we brought Gianna in here to talk a little bit about the position. Uh, if you know anybody, uh, send them our way. Uh, I'll link in the description. Gianna, what do you got? Take it away. We are currently looking for someone with a strong writing background, with a passion for writing, to come in and help us out with some content. What type of stuff will they be working on? Um, basically, every day they'll come in, write different sorts of web pages, blogs, custom pages, things like that. Okay. How do you like it? I love it. You love it? Yeah, I love it. All right. So we want someone that's, that loves it just as much as you do. Oh, yeah. You got to be passionate. You got to be passionate about it. So, so yeah, like I said, uh, take a look in the in a book in the show. Yeah, take a look in a book. It's on LinkedIn. So check out LinkedIn, uh, PCG Digital on LinkedIn. And, yeah. Thanks, Gianna, for coming over here. Thank you, guys. And uh, hanging out with us. See you back on the other side of the office. Oh, yeah. See you then. <laughs> See you then. All right. Next, we have our buddy, John Chang Soon. Hey, John. Hey, hey next. Hey, Nick and Eric. So we just had Gianna in here, and she told us about the, the open position for the content writer. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, SEM opening? Sure. So we are looking for a paid search specialist to join the PCG team, someone who's analytical, someone who's data-driven, someone who has some experience in digital marketing, and uh, isn't afraid to talk to people, too. Um, right now, we're a team of three, and we're looking to add a, uh, a solid four, so we can, you know, like any any classic four-piece rock band, you know, we're looking for our... Ringo. Our Ringo. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good opportunity to, you know, really get your feet wet doing paid search because it's very, very hands-on. You'll be in Google Ads accounts, in Google Analytics, you know, managing the day to day, managing budgets, and really getting a sense of you know the, the larger picture of digital marketing and how it all kind of works in the in the grand scheme of things. All right, well, thanks, John. Yeah, John, thank you. So, so if you're interested in this position, please apply uh, to at our LinkedIn page. Yeah, it's on our LinkedIn page, and you can also call the office and ask for a job. Yeah, call me now, please. Call me now, please. All right, bye. <laughs> thanks, bye, John. Me. So Nick, uh, uh, we are hiring for marketing. Uh, for what position specifically? I am looking for a junior graphic designer. Okay, all right, tell us a little bit about your junior. 
So the graphic designer will be making assets for our clients, which obviously are mostly in the automotive space. So you'll be creating social graphics, remarketing banners, and images for optimized web pages, landing page, you know, all that type of stuff, kind of showcasing our clients. We need somebody who has a keen eye for detail with a creative mindset, somebody who is organized at keeping files in the proper folders. Wow. So we're looking for a creative person. Call yeah. PCG uh, at... Call Nick at PCG at telephone number 732-450-8200. Um, or you can check out the LinkedIn. Uh, I believe that's up there too, so check that out. We need some people, so if you know anybody, pass it along. Get you on an award-winning team. Yeah. Next up, let's throw it to uh, the interview. Yeah, let's throw it back to a couple weeks ago. All right, so it's the day after the summer of social. We're back. We're back. <laughs> uh, we're live, back live in the marketing room. And we have Phil here with us. Phil, thank you for stopping by. My pleasure. Phil actually works in the office right next door. Yeah, he's our neighbor. He's I'm our right neighbor. I'm right across the sidewalk. So Phil, introduce yourself. Tell tell the people what you do, where you're from, and give them a little background about you. Name's Phil Dorita. I am the Director of Communications and Public Relations for the Brothers of the Christian Schools District of Eastern North America. The Christian Brothers are a worldwide organization, religious order, uh, that operates schools and ministries in 80 countries across the globe. Uh, in our neck of the woods here, this District of Eastern North America, we oversee ministries, youth and family service programs, colleges, uh, middle schools, especially uh, reaching to our youth and families that are at the fringes poor and marginalized uh, from Toronto to DC. And we just added a school in Florida and from just outside of Detroit in Warren, Michigan, all the way to Providence. So we have a, a nice little geographic area that we play with. Awesome. So you, yeah. so you attended the summer social event yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. So what made you want to stop by and learn about social? Well, as the one man communication shop, uh, I'm very lucky and fortunate to have a graphic designer that I work with and I have an associate brother who helps me on the day-to-day -day website updating. But at the end of the day, I need to be as comprehensive in everything communications and marketing that I can be. And so we know social media is growing. We know that's more and more of a necessity every day. And so just posting and throwing stuff against the Facebook wall isn't enough anymore. So when I saw this come across my Facebook feed, this summer of social, it, it caught my eye. The fact that you guys are across the, the sidewalk <laughs> helps. Uh, but at the same token, you know, in reading some of your blogs and different things, knew that you guys had the knowledge and to know that there'd be nuts and bolts type of learning I, that caught my eye. I'm like, I'm ready to go. It didn't hurt that it was also being held at a brewery. So, yeah. you know, a little sipping while learning is always a good deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you like the brewery? Oh, brewery's awesome. Source yeah. was awesome. I couldn't believe it. it. It's up and running. I think they've only been open a month, and it's just an incredible, not, 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 not even, even incredible place and yeah. tasty brew. So that's yes. that's awesome. Definitely a really cool spot to hang out to. Like it's not. It doesn't. Like I said this before, it reminds me of like a more of actually like a farmhouse than a brewery. It's pretty cool. So so let me ask you this. So I know that like one of the things that like a lot of people took away was the influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. Do you think you guys would be able to utilize influencer marketing with your business? Cause I know that that was what Marissa talked about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's a good question. Um, I've played that around in my head in a little bit. Since we're a nonprofit religious organization, I can't say, you know, that we have influencers in the sense of like Instagram influencers or, or those folks who, when you think about that, you think about like foodies or you think about travel bloggers and those types of folks. I think for us, we would be looking to point our direction towards those religious leaders in, you know, different religious orders, or even in ours, find those influencers, religious uh, leaders or Christian brothers or sisters, or even our Lasallian lake, what we call our lay colleagues, people like me, and, and see who's been a really strong voice who advocates for the work we do. We work with um, at-risk youth and youth that are financially, fiscally poor, who are looking, families that are looking to get you know, quality education for their kids, but it might be out of reach. And so that's where we come in. Who are those folks who are those, as we call them, evangelizers, you know, in a very catechetical sense, but also we talk about, you know, from a communications marketing evangelizer standpoint, who are those folks who speak to what we do and do it with a sense of authority that other folks can see from other realms, whether it's in the Catholic Church or it's from the social justice and advocacy side. And that's something that we are actively growing as a district office and hoping our ministries, our schools start to grab a hold of more. Um, it's not just about education and, and being academically smart. Our schools have always been about making sure that we create young people that go out into the world who are good stewards of the good word. Um, and so with all of that, it's not just being brother and sister to one another, but to be advocates for change for those who are on the margins. And so all of that, who are those influencers that can we, we can point to? We'd have to find them and identify them with kind of our, within our realm, so to speak. Yeah, we got our uh, head of sales is actually a songwriter and frontman of a Christian rock band. So that's awesome. If you're looking for a, an influencer, <laughs> we might be able to hook you up with someone. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, uh, he's yeah. one of the Pash brothers, actually. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. No, but I, I just thought it was curious because, like, the way that you, like, the way when you explain what you do, like, you know, I think that, like, an influencer really would be able to, like, bring you what you, like, the type of people that you would want because you want the younger crowd, right? Mm -hmm. Like, younger people. So I feel like an influencer, if you could find one, would be, would be great for you guys. Right. But what was, like, your biggest takeaway? Like, what, like, something that you learned yesterday? So what I was really excited about and, and what I was getting from some of the background information, like I said, was the nuts and bolts. I've been to a number of conferences and, and professional developments where they talk about how to execute in theory, but then they don't show you. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we were, we were in the back end of ads manager for Facebook and uh, Denise Casagrande literally took a link and within 20 seconds was able to create a custom audience to then be able to market to them more effectively. I didn't need, I never thought it was that easy. Maybe we make things just a little too big in our heads yeah. and we start to, oh man, we start to chase things down and wait, we're not, we're having some issue and, and figuring that out. And she made it look so easy, but at the same, but she taught us. Yeah. So I think that was the biggest takeaway in the sense of the nuts and bolts. Um, I'm also creative by nature. So um, Sarah, yeah, with her creative side mm -hmm. and being able, just showing some of the artwork and how laying it out in different ad formats can create a much different feel. And I can see using that with, with the Christian Brothers and how we talk to our folks at our schools. You know, so when we put out our next video, we're, we're promoting a, an event that we're holding for our entire district. 
geographically from our different major city points like Buffalo and uh, New York City and here in uh, Lincroft, actually, our Christian Brothers School. And so there's a number of different places and we want to make sure folks are, are aware of what's going on and we've been putting out promotional videos. So I've been hosting them natively in Facebook, but now if I do it through ads and through what I've learned creative and from the nuts and bolts side, I can track how much traction we're actually getting, not just, you know, the 10 or 15 second view on the video. Okay, that's a person, a unique visitor. I can see where they came from, you know, even geographically and know which schools are really grabbing a hold of this. So that's that's so awesome. That's great information. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so stoked that I can be able to play with some of more of those analytics, get a deeper dive. Yeah. So what's really, we're excited that you learned a lot because, you know, that's obviously, it was the goal of this yeah. whole thing was to teach people and, you know, get the word out about, you know, what we do too. So, you know, thank you for attending. Thank you for coming. Okay. And thank, thank you for coming in today yeah. to talk with really us. Appreciate it. I mean, you're yeah. only right across the way there, but you thank feel you for free to come back. Yeah, feel free to come awesome. back. And, awesome. uh, whatever happens with the event, the next yeah. ad set that you run, I would love for you to come back and tell us how it worked out and what you did. Okay. We'll do like a follow-up episode with you. Like, let us know, you know, you, you learned, you put it to you put it to work. Tell us about how it worked out for you. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good because I have the second video already queued up, so I don't have a lot of the back end. But the third video and final one will happen in early October, so I can see night and day, right, flip those switches and and really work well. Well, thank you so much, Bill. Thanks a lot. Gentleman's awesome. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Live from the Marketing Room.